just joshing. I'ma spend this holiday locked in. My body got rid of them toxins. Sports in the top ten. I can put the ball in the end zone, put a bad bitch in the friend zone. This shit sound like an intro jet song. Give me that tempo. Told Pooh he'll fool with the shit. Told her don't let her friends know. In the villa and I move like a dime. Eating pettuccine or Vincenzos. Me and my amigos got that free smoke on the west coast. Yeah, I'm talking about pre rolls. Dark hair bitch and she look like she go. She do. What? A Super Bowl. That was awesome. The halftime show was great. It was okay. Here's the thing. The halftime I'm show. Talking about, I'm only talking about great enough from a singing perspective. I'm talking about from other perspectives. Oh, okay, yeah. But right, yeah, I can care I, less about the. Exactly. I can care. I can care less about two people lip syncing. Like, that, exactly. That's what it was. Which is what the Super Bowl halftime show is. But we'll get into that. We'll we'll talk a little halftime. Why not? Yeah. We'll get into it as we break down the Super Bowl. This is the Last Word Podcast. I'm Steve Artabello. I'm Angela Lippa. And you can get us on Apple Podcasts, on Anchor, Spotify. You know, anywhere where you get your quality podcasts, you can find our podcast. You know, find it in the goodness of your heart to hit like, subscribe, comment, tell a friend. And we'd appreciate it very much. Exactly. Share this on. And if you comment, maybe we'll shout you out. But, you know, let's just get into this. Super Bowl weekend. Niners, Chiefs, Andy Reid trying to exercise some demons. And Cal Shanahan trying to do the same. And... Like a lot of big games, it did not start off like a house on fire. Uh, it was kind of sloppy at the beginning, especially for the Chiefs. The The Niners did drive all the way down. They ended up kicking a field goal, but that first Chiefs drive was ugly. Passes getting tipped at the line. Mahomes is under pressure. Can't really run the foot. Couldn't really do anything. It kind of looks like that, and then Mahomes gets, you know, he gets moving. He gets working. They score a touchdown. Everything's going Go into halftime. It's tied 10-10. See, my thing was watching the first little bit there. I'm like, this Chiefs team playing desperate football right now. Yes. Because you have to go for it. How many times to go for it on fourth down? I think twice on that drive that led to the touchdown. Now, they're not giant fourth downs. It was only fourth and one. And when you know you have, you know, players like Patrick Mahomes who can kind of do that read option run, maybe pass, maybe throw sort of but that early that in early a game that you, big. You worry and San Francisco's defense was kind of not so much they if you watched they didn't really the outside, at least the defensive ends, they didn't try to chase him out of the pocket. They didn't try to go inside. They tried to actually keep him contained and try to make sure that he wasn't on the loose. Exactly. It was basically with their defensive line, if they kept him in the pocket, they knew they were going to collapse the pocket eventually with DeForest Buckner. Yeah. So, exactly. It was just trying to keep him contained because once he starts running around, mm-hmm. it's not like Lamar Jackson who's going to run around and then probably get you a first down. Yeah. 5, 10, 15 yards. Maybe he busts off a chunk play. When Patrick Mahomes starts running around in circles in the backfield, that could turn into a 60-yard pass at any point yeah. because they have track stars as wide receivers. Patrick Mahomes has a cannon for an arm, and those guys don't stop running those routes when he starts running around. In fact, the team's really good at having those guys cut their routes off and start coming back to Patrick Mahomes. So it was dangerous, but the Niners were making it happen. They were containing him. Mm -hmm. Then we get into the second half. 49ers get feeling it. 
start scoring. They're, they're running. They're not passing very much, but the, the few passes they're making, it's working. Everything they're getting a lot of open plays on the on the on the side, not sideline plays, but more in the flat where. The linebackers are kind of losing those running backs or fullbacks. Kyle Juszczyk, who had a phenomenal Super Bowl. Oh yeah, you know probably the best fullback. And he and he's, he's oh, a different the style of fullback back. now because fullbacks used to be big, tough, like almost like an off. They could you be were a linebacker a, that was linebacker offensive line. Yeah, like a, you, you were a smaller offensive lineman that transitioned to be the fullback because you were quick enough that you could run with a running back as a lead blocker. But you were also big enough that you could create some separate, some space, some holes for the running back to get uh, a seam and find the find the hole to the end zone. So, but after they score that touchdown in the third quarter, the touchdown to it was who was it? Uh, Raheem Mostert, Mostert, some Mostert, whatever Mostert, Mostert. Uh, after they score that, they're up twenty to ten. And funny enough, actually, Tyreek Hill told this story that Patrick Mahomes coming over, talking to Tyreek Hill, just essentially Tyreek said Patrick Mahomes came over him and said, we're going to win this game. Like, calm down. I need you. Yeah. Tyreek Hill's response was, do you see what the score is? Yeah. And Patrick Mahomes told him, like, just trust me. Yeah. Like, you need to trust me. We're going mm-hmm. to win this game. And at that point, too, in the third quarter, when they score, and being at 20 to 10, you're like, you're thinking, okay, it's not an insurmountable lead, but the way Patrick Mahomes was playing, he wasn't necessarily having his best game. It wasn't like the Texans game where you saw him get real hot at the yeah. end of the first quarter, into the second, mm-hmm. and then boom, you know it's over. Yeah. It wasn't like the Titans game where you, again, you, you built up to a certain point. He just looked really bad. Yeah. And the 49ers defense was doing a great job in containing him. It basically it was like we have all your we have every pass option you have covered. Travis Kelsey can't find him. Tyree Kill, same thing. He's sort of blanketed. So not to mention every time he would run out of the pocket when they hit him. Yeah, they hit they, him hard. It it was one of those like if you're going to do this, mm-hmm. yes, we'll let you pick up 10. You'll probably pick up a first down. And then you're going to have your head taken off. Yeah. Now, there was the one that eventually led to the touchdown down mm. on the goal line, but it was in the first quarter where he got destroyed. It bounces three feet to the right, and a San Francisco player is picking that up and going and to the going house because nobody's going to catch it because it's probably going to be a corner that picks it up. And he's going to run to the house and score a touchdown. And that would, that would that you want to talk about seismic change of events. That happens. It, the ball bounces three feet this way to the right and not out of bounds. It's a different ball game. But that's the thing. So you're watching Mahomes take these hits. Mm-hmm. You're watching this 49ers defense do what they've done all year to yeah. everyone. Yeah. It doesn't matter how good your offense was. This 49ers mm-hmm. defense destroyed people and embarrassed them, yeah. led by that front four. Mm-hmm. And then the Chiefs get rolling a little bit. Well, I want to. I more want to go to the after they score. After, yeah, go for it. Go ahead. After after going up twenty to ten, the Chiefs go down the field, and Patrick Mahomes is hereby picked off. At the let's look at it. He is picked off at the twelve oh five mark of the fourth quarter. He had been rolling a little bit. They've been getting some passes, getting some completions. Seems like okay. Hey, you know, it's rolling. And and one thing I kind of was noticing as this game wore on is that 
Patrick Mahomes looked hurt. Yes, like something, something was wrong. His knee was probably not right. His knee hasn't been right since he dislocated his patella yeah. in week four, five. It was week four or five, yeah. So he's been playing with something wrong with that knee. Mm-hmm. Then he came back and hurt that ankle. Yes. And then we watched him take a bunch of shots through mm-hmm. the playoffs. Mm-hmm. So God knows what's wrong with him at this point. Yeah. And you could see it in the first half, but again, he kind of started to feel it before mm-hmm. that interception. And you started to see glimpses like, yeah. oh God, this is Patrick. This is mm-hmm. all right, you're starting to see. Okay, here we go. This mm-hmm. is Patrick Mahomes. It's going. Yep. And the 49ers do what the 49ers defense has done all year. Big takeaway. And the takeaway, the throw in particular, the 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 corner, I don't, uh, who intercepted him, sorry. It was, um, what's his name? Moore. Whoever Moore is. <laughs> I don't know. I don't really know the 49ers defense outside of the few the big boys. Yeah, Sherman Bosa. Sherman Bosa, Buckner, you know. So, big interception. And I look at it, and I'm like, he should never have thrown that ball. He threw it at I'm like, the, that's, the corner. Go, I'm like, that's not like Patrick Mahomes. I'm like... We've watched him play the last two seasons, and he's made great throws, you know. And I just, I was like, at that point, I'm like, you know what? I go, this is, you're fighting an uphill battle here. You can tell he's hurt. He's not right. And him making that throw was like the damn. I'm like, this, it's over. And, you know, with 12:05 left, the way that 49ers defense was running, sorry, the way the offense was running. They were getting first downs, they were moving the sticks, and they were burning clock. We talked about in the last podcast how the way to beat Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs was to run the ball, run the clock, make smart, effective throws that keeps the clock moving because the less time that Patrick Mahomes has the ball and the more time you ball control, you're going to win the game. And that's literally the only way to stop Patrick Mahomes because he can score in five seconds flat. So you have to, mm-hmm. not only do you have to put points up yourself, yeah. you have to kill the clock. Yeah. And we're looking at this 49ers team. What have they done all year? What did they do in the NFC Championship game? What were they doing throughout this game? Dominating with the run. Yeah. And then they got away from it. Yeah. And I will take you to the 11:57 mark of the fourth quarter. The last quarter of the season, the last... Little bit of football we have left until next September. Raheem Mostert, nice six yard gash, you know, puts a nice second and manageable. You know, you you're 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 doing what you've done all game long, running the ball. You get the big completion, nice twelve yard pass to uh, George Kittle, who is outside of Travis Kelsey the best tight end in football. Yeah. Bar none, I would kill to have a guy like him. Not not kill. only like I put, and I probably him, want Kittle above Kelsey because of what Kittle, Kittle does in the run game yeah. and how he doesn't want, like. He will not ask for the football if the run game's going there. We've told you mm-hmm. the stories of George Kittle going to Kyle Shanahan and being like, "I don't care. Stop throwing the football. Do you see what's going on out yeah. there? Run the ball." That does not happen from pass catchers. I don't care that he's a tight end. That doesn't happen. You know yeah. the other other person to do that? Gronk. You know who George Kittle looks a lot like? Gronk. <laughs> so, after that completion, we get a 1-yard run from Mostert. Then an incomplete pass from Jimmy Garoppolo. Well, on that play as well was a five-yard penalty. So you tack that on, 
And then a little three-yard run by Jimmy Garoppolo where he stay, it went out of bounds. Clock stops. Clock stops. You get the punt, brings it down to 9-0-1. And in 10 plays, Stephen Artabello, the Kansas City Chiefs march down the field in two and two minutes and 40 seconds. And it was on this drive that Mahomes found, I believe this is the drive. No, is this the drive? I thought this was the drive. I'm talking about the Tyreek Hill bomb? The ty- And I wouldn't even call it a bomb. I would call it a duck flying through the sky. For any other quarterback, that's probably as hard as they could throw a football. It didn't look hard. Are we even talking about the same one? We're it's the, about the one 44 that yard, it's, the 44-yard catch that set everything in motion. That, that set every that that was that found the, just the soft spot in the coverage. Yeah, that was a duck. Yeah, but no, no. But for most quarterbacks, that's as hard as they can throw a football. No, that wasn't a hard thrown ball. I don't know if we're that, talking that at just, the same time. That just it sort of just glided through the air. It, it's what changed the. It is what changed the game because it was yeah, third. It was the 44-yard completion the, to Tyree yeah, Hill. The third and fifteen. That was a duck. If you watch the replay, it's actually going pretty hard. It's just trust me because I was watching this play, it this morning. Yeah, I was I was rewatching yeah. the highlight, and it's it's if you watch it, it looks startling because it's Mahomes throwing it. Oh, there it is. Okay, there I am. Watch. Sorry, it's forty four yards. Yes, and but, watch the pass because if you don't know, Angelo's got his laptop in front of him. And he's got the video pulled up right now. If my computer will, it's it's actually not that soft of a pass. It's just because Patrick Mahomes throw it, you're like. Why does it look like he take like why do he throw the changeup? Why is that not the fastball? Also, he if you notice right at the end of that play as they're cutting away from him, he's getting just oh, he got drilled. filled in as he lets go of it. It is it is a nice it's a nice thrown ball. I'm not denying yeah. that. No, no, I'm just saying that most quarter like he's getting obliterated. And to me it looked like oh, it I looked like a duck. I, I wouldn't say it's his hardest thrown ball because Tyreek Hill no, had to wait. No, but what I'm saying is, I'm not saying for him. I'm yeah. saying for most quarterbacks, that's as hard as they can yeah. throw it. For Patrick Mahomes, we noticeably knew something. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, oh, it's, yeah. he took something off it. It's like, oh, no, he didn't. He got killed, and that's he how killed. he made the pass. I think he got killed, and I think the injury that we've talked about earlier was the, the big thing. But that 3rd and 15 play, okay, you want to talk about Super Bowl-defining plays. This play gets lost in all of it. But it shouldn't, because this is the most important play of this Super Bowl. Well, the funny thing is, I'll wait, I'll wait till you keep going. There are two plays. This entire Super Bowl is de- is dependent on two third down plays. That's the first that's one. That's the first one. We'll get to the second one, we'll but get, that's yeah. the first one. So, 44 yards. You, you, you get this right into... You finally find Tyreek Hill. All day long, they've blanketed him. They've kept him in check. And they finally found the soft spot in the defense just enough times. And this defense they've run, they've you figure, like, I was listening to Phil Sims talk about it, and he says, in this case, most defenses play a certain way, and they basically are just guarding the 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 third and 15 mark, wherever yeah. that spot would have been. They kind of guard. They just, just play the sticks. Yeah. We're not going to let anything go. We're going to try and keep everything in front. And that was the one time. At least for the fir- at least for the first time, that that San Fran defense did not make the stop, did not make that play. Tyreek Hill gets loose, and then a pass interference call in the end zone. 
because the cornerback did not look, did not turn his head to, when uh, Travis Kelsey came right up the seam. Yep, right. Up. He didn't even, he didn't even like give a shimmy. He was just going, "I'm going to the end zone. Just yep. throw the ball. I'm going to try to catch it." <laughs> I'm have, bigger than this dude. Yeah. Throw a jump ball, and leads to a Travis Kelsey one yard touchdown, and all of a sudden, it's twenty to seventeen. And we're like, oh, here we go. Okay, we got a we, we got a game. We got a game. Okay, there's there's a little life in this KC team. They're not gonna they're not gonna go away quietly. Steven, do you know how the San Francisco 49ers offense responded? Oh, I do, but I'll let you tell the people. With a three play, one minute and three second drive that only accumulated five yards and basically had the punt from the San Fran twenty five. Now, that was the drive where they first down, five-yard run. Second down was a play to a wide-open George Kittle, which Jimmy G misses. And then they don't convert the third down, correct? Have you seen the the photo of Jimmy G just throwing the ball yeah. with his eyes closed? Fuck it, Debo's out there somewhere. Yeah, I, whatever, I'm going to throw it. <laughs> no, I saw the meme. It's, mm-hmm. it's like, fuck it, Debo there somewhere. <laughs> and in a matter of moments, you get... Couple quick completions by that KC team, and a big thirty-eight yard. Well, it wasn't a big thirty-eight. He just he beat Richard Sherman. He got behind Richard Sherman. First time, probably the first time all game. Finally, he finally wore it out. And Sammy Watkins, a big dude. Yes, he's not a little. He's not a little speedy. There receiver. was a reason Sammy Watkins in that insane draft with Odell and mm-hmm. everyone. There was a reason the Bills went up and and got, got him. him. Yeah. Now that was the wrong choice, but it's also the Bills, and at the time. Their they were, GM they was weren't a, managed correctly. It and, was Doug Whaley. Yeah. It was bad. Yeah. And he catches a 38-yard pass. And they're rolling again. And now it's just like, well, here we go. It's Kansas City's going to score. At that point, I'm like, there's no way they're not scoring a touchdown here. I go, it's going to be a touchdown. Or uh, three plays later, Patrick Mahomes passed to Dave Williams. Very controversial because did it cross? Was his foot out? I don't know. To me, it looked like the ball didn't cross at that point. But there's no doubt in my head that they were going to score anyway on that drive because San Fran's defense was reeling. They just, in two straight drives, they had given up two big chunk plays, something they avoided probably all year long, not giving up those big chunk plays. And now they're like, oh, shit, we're done. Here's, And I think Lewis Riddick said it best. Former safety, who's mm-hmm. now an analyst. His exact words were, if I was on that San Fran defense, I would have lost my mind on Kyle Shanahan. Mm-hmm. And the reason is... You rely on this defense. You need these big, these four D linemen that you let eat. Yeah, they gotta do the work for you. Yeah. Well, what just happened? A very long Kansas City. Well, not a, a three minute Kansas City drive. Go down the field where these guys didn't get subbed out. They were on this drive, rushing the passer. These guys are trying to get a blow now on mm. the sideline, and your drive yeah. is a minute and what was it, eight seconds. They were they were three seconds. A minute and three seconds is all yeah. the rest you gave yeah. that defense, mm. which was kind of the beginning of the end. Yeah, because this defense that had been dominating 
is now tired. Mm-hmm. And you put a tired defense out with Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. And we saw and and look, the drives that that Kansas City had aren't aren't like particularly long sustaining drives in terms of the They're time. Not the Tom Brady, you like, know what I mean? Eight, like nine minute drives down the field, fifteen plays, yeah. eighty seven yard. They weren't that. They were chunks. Yeah, big chunk plays that got Kansas City rolling. So you're not letting look. We've seen it so many times, and there's only so long a defense. Look. I watched it this season, all season long with the Steelers. Okay, offensively, very inept this season because one, they have a third string quarterback playing in Duck Hodges. Yes, no disrespect to him, who was the fourth string before they traded Dobbs after trade. Exactly, yeah, there was some stuff. There was some stuff, but I watched that D- that Pittsburgh defense eat, and it was mainly like Cam Hayward, T.J. Watt, the front seven. Pre- the front seven, uh, Devin the Bush, rushers. the pass rushers, guys getting after him, but eventually that. The, it's it's tough. It's it's very tough to go to your defense every time to say, "Hey, I need you to give me a stop. I need you to give me this stop." And after for th- basically three and a half quarters, and it's even harder when your defense is set up like the Forty ers mm-hmm. are, where you're not blitzing. Yeah. Now they did in that game because they needed to get additional pressure. Yeah, but what they had been so good at all year is mm-hmm. we'll let our D linemen. We don't care that it's. Five on four, six on four, depending on how many blockers mm-hmm. you have. Mm-hmm. These guys are so good, they're going to yeah. get pressure. So they would drop mm-hmm. everyone else in the zone. Yeah. You need help. As these guys start getting tired, mm-hmm. you have to send more people. Yeah. You now have bigger holes yeah. in your zone, and the quarterback you're yeah. hoping doesn't find those is Patrick Mahomes. He found them. And getting, if, if I could take you, you were talking about a defense being tired. If you go back to that Houston Texans game, that comeback, there is a moment where the, the Kansas City's huddled up and the Texans defense is waiting. And Jay, they just go to a snapshot of JJ Watt. He's on the line and he's got, he's on one knee, as most defensive linemen typically do, waiting for the offense if they're waiting. He looks exhausted because he's been chasing Patrick Mahomes all day long, and it's only been two quarters. He's he's already tired, and this defense a lot younger. Joe Bosa, very young. He's rookie. The rookie year. He's yeah. a rookie year. So he's okay. He's only been in the league three, yeah, or four. Years. Fairly, they have very, a young, talented, aggressive yeah. D line, yeah. and they're just they're exhausted. They're tired. They're okay. We need this that after that interception. If they go down the field five minutes, I'm not saying long. You get five That's minute drive, and you put up even three points. Hell, you, as you, long as it's not a minute and three seconds, yeah, you're fine. Your your defense gets that chance to to catch its breath. To get, they literally sit down, and it's like, hey, you guys got to go back. Offense just shit the bed. We ha- you have yep. to go back. And Joey Bosa probably wasn't even done pouring his Gatorade in the cup. Yeah, and. That's what led to these two big, big drives. And we get to, you know, a crucial moment in the game. Because now it's like, we've seen it. I've seen it so many times, okay? Super Bowl 43, I watched it. Arizona stormed back. 240 left on the board. Roethlisberger's going to get the ball. Okay, chance to drive. Chance to be. This is what every young quarterback wants. Chance to win the game. Chance to win the game with two somehow left. All your timeouts, by the way. Yep. All your timeouts. And what do you do? What do you produce? You produce 
a one minute and 19 second drive. Hey, 16 seconds better than the last one. Where he only accumulated 32 yards in the biggest moment. When you it's 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 so true that in the NFL there's a very small small group of quarterbacks that can win the big game and win when you need a drive in these big spots. And Jimmy Garoppolo is not one of them because he overthrew Emmanuel Sanders big time. And that's Emmanuel the second Sa- third it, down that I was talking about. And if he catches that Game over. It's game over. Now, I I don't know if it's fully game over because we've watched Patrick well, Mahomes do it twice. Yes. Go down the field, get two touchdowns. But they're in a lot. You kill. You some have a lot cl- more problems. You kill some clock. You get a couple of chances to score. You probably end up getting a, you with the with your running attack. You end up killing some clock and getting a score. And you don't. You turn the ball over in downs, and in two small plays, your defense already tired because they've been on the field. A lot longer than than San, than your offense has in 13 mere seconds. The Super Bowl is put to bed by Dame Williams. Signed, sealed, and delivered. Finito. Andy Reid finally gets his Super Bowl. Cement his legacy. Now, officially, he'll be a Hall of Fame. Now, now, without a shot of a doubt, you can't keep him out of the he Hall of Fame. He should have been any. I he think sh- I said this before in the preview to yeah. this. Because of his coaching tree and everything yeah. that Andy Reid has done, he deserved to be a first ballot Hall of Famer. But now it's solidified. It cements, it cements his legacy. And you could see. like, I, I, I honestly don't think there was anybody upset that Kansas City won because it is Andy Reid and everyone likes everyone Andy, Andy Reid. Even the Eagles, like they had a post about Andy Reid. I don't know if you saw Gritty dressed as Andy Reid. That's um, no, I didn't. I need to see. <laughs> okay, it. he's dressed as Andy. He's dressed as Andy Reid with the Hawaiian shirt. Yes. Okay. It, like Philly loved him. All right, he was there for so long. He he brought he made Philly relevant. Yeah. Okay. And okay, they went through a little struggle before they got to the Super Bowl. And and this is for Andy Reid. It was time. Like. You know, I remember when he got to Kansas City, and like you have to think of what he did. He he had a relevant team with Alex Smith as a quarterback, and a franchise that hadn't been able to find a quarterback ever. Yeah, Andy Reid gets there, mm-hmm. and Alex Smith is there, and they start winning. Yeah. And then who does Andy Reid trade up to draft? Patrick Mahomes. And if you're a team like let's say the team that gave away that pick. Or the team that happened to pick second overall and decided that a quarterback from North Carolina was going to be pretty good. Oh, that was a bad. You think about that, play. and like Patrick Mahomes, we talked about that. I I always thought he was Dan Marino, and now he's not Dan Marino. He's just he's just Patrick Mahomes. He does he look. I'm not here to jerk Patrick Mahomes off, okay? Because we're going to probably hate Patrick Mahomes in eight years. Probably. Right? We're going to hate him. And and things are going to change because Patrick Mahomes isn't going to do the Tom Brady discount, double check. The, I'm going to take the hometown. No, no, no. Because he's going to have to – he's going to take $40 million. There's already talk about he's going to sign. Like, there was talk all season about how big the mammoth extension he yeah. was going to sign is going to be. Yeah. It, like, it, when that happens, it starts to affect pieces. The pieces that are around you, they can't. They the veteran can't aff- defensive pieces are going to be gone. Yeah. You might not be able to keep all these wide receivers mm-hmm. together. There's, there's going to be issues. But what we witnessed out of Patrick Mahomes 
Like, that's special. Think about yeah. this. This is his third year in the league. He yeah. didn't play his first. Mm-hmm. In the first year he plays, he wins an MVP, mm-hmm. and they lose in the playoffs, not because of anything he did, because Tom Brady and the Patriots had enough time to go down the field and beat them yeah. while he stood on the sidelines and watched. Yeah. It also, wasn't because the, he lost. And also D4 lined up offside. Yes. But it's not because he did something to lose them that game. Yeah. So what happens the next year? He wins the fucking Super Bowl. Yeah. Madden curse broken. Drake curse broken. <laughs> Trying to put this into perspective... We're watching something truly special mm-hmm. happen here. I don't know who tweeted it, but I saw Bamani Jones retweet it. Patrick Mahomes is what everyone thought Andrew Luck was going to be. Yes. In his first year, mm-hmm. wins the MVP. He threw like 50 touchdown passes. 52, if I'm not mistaken. I think it was, it was look. The game is the game has changed in terms of the passing, like, but but to that that's his debut, and then this year he got hurt in the middle of the season, mm-hmm. and I think we forgot about him because Lamar Jackson was un like that we, was crazy. There, it was so much fun to watch. We did forget about him. Everybody forgot about Patrick Mahomes, and that was the thing. And I and I said I'm like everyone's like he's he's revolution. When they were talking about Lamar Jackson, they're like he's revolution. I'm like, are we forgetting about Patrick Mahomes here? Because I go. There's your revolution. There's your guy. If 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 I look at it, I'm like, I look at Lamar Jackson and I still see the running back. And, 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 and until he changes my mind, you know what I and, I and I really do see Mike Vick because Stephen can attest to this. Being yeah. a Mike a big Mike Vick fan and an Atlanta fan, when Mike Vick came into the, into the league, he took the league by storm because they had never seen someone so big and so fast. And with Lamar, it's not that he's he's not big. He's not big like Mike Vick. He's more. Well, they were both, they're both like six feet. But I'm talking about big. Oh, like, like yeah, Mike I'm talking about, a little bit more jacked. He's a little more jacked. Where Lamar is a little bit more skinny and he runs aggressively. We've seen this in the NFL. It doesn't. It just doesn't last. Guys and get hurt. I, and this is what I think will eventually happen to Lamar Jackson. It's not that he's going to get hurt. Is that he's going to try to become the passer? Oh, he's going to have the like RG3. Mike, remember, remember Mike Vick too. He the only that, time it worked is when Andy Reid got him in Philly. Yeah, that's when it worked. I know. And I don't, and I could see that sort of being maybe the same trajectory for uh, Lamar Jackson. I don't know though. I, I have no idea because it's it was only year two. But when I look at Patrick Mahomes, he's do he's honestly doing some crazy things. He throws the ball a million miles. He throws it fast. So he throws no look passes. Yeah. He can throw. Look, Jimmy this G. Is the NBA. Jimmy G. Thought he could throw no look pass. <laughs> that did not end well. But 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 Patrick Mahomes, you can see he's worked on that. He's worked, and it, we haven't look. He's not even in his prime yet. Steve. This is he's twenty four years old. This is his third season in the NFL. His second as a starter. Yeah. This is what I mean. This is something truly special. Mm-hmm. It's funny. It looks like the end of. The, the Tom is, Brady years, the, and he's probably going to a different team because we saw the Super Bowl commercial. No, he's not retiring. Probably not going back to the Pats. No, I don't think so either. You're starting. You're seeing the death of the Patriots dynasty, and like you were saying, the passing of the torch from the greatest of all time mm-hmm. to this next generation. And a lot of people thought it was Russell Wilson's going to receive. This is Patrick Mahomes' world, and we're all living in it. And again. 
in a couple of years, I'm probably going to hate Patrick Mahomes because he might have four Super Bowl rings. Who knows? But right now, what we're watching is, this is unheard of. Mm-hmm. This is a skill set paired with the perfect coach for that skill set. I don't know what we could be witnessing here. This could be the beginning of the next dynasty. It's also the NFL. Patrick Mahomes could get hurt next year, and it could be all over. But watching what he's able to do, because it's funny. Lamar Jackson, it's almost like... Patrick Mahomes is like the co- the perfect combination of the running quarterback and the passing quarterback. It's like he took that Russell Wilson... I'm going to scramble, but scramble to pass, mm-hmm. and then put it on steroids because his arm is a rocket launcher. It's like watching Patrick mm-hmm. Mahomes is a lot like early Aaron Rodgers, where yeah. he's running he's running all over the place, he can his run, hips aren't set. He can he, run to his left, which is hard for a right-handed quarterback, and just throw the ball down the field a million miles an hour. Because of the arm strength, the upper, like everything that he has. Yeah. Now, granted. Seeing how that ages with Aaron Rodgers, who's still trying to it's be much, Aaron Rodgers, it, it's, it's much like a fast. It's much like a fastball pitcher. When guys are in the, in baseball and they throw a lot of fastballs, eventually their arm it gets. It's not that their arm is. It just it gets tired. You can't do that forever. Yeah, you can only throw in baseball. You yeah. can only throw a hundred for so yeah. long. And it's and it, it's it, it's in all sports certain ways like. I don't want to use my my dad as an example for for something, but my dad's going to be 60 years old in, in a month and a little bit, okay? He still plays hockey. He only plays once a week, but he plays the hardest position in hockey. He plays goalie. He's much of a stand. He's much like an old school, much like a stand-up. Tom Brady, not a big arm, throws a lot of 10 to 15 yards, medium range, short yard range, Intermediary passes yeah. that essentially make up for the run game. Exactly. And where's Patrick Mahomes, much like the butterfly goaltender? Very unique. A lot of lot of area covered. Mahomes covers a lot of area, throws the ball down the field like it's nobody's business. He's paired with one of the fastest wide receivers in the NFL in Tyreek Hill. So it's it's everything sort of the perfect combination with this team. How long it lasts is another issue because we've seen the dynasty is the hardest thing to keep to keep alive. Exactly. You need the head coach, you need the quarterback, you need the right scheme, and you need the players. And what and might the- end up happening is not so much the scheme, it might not be the head coach or quarterback. It's the accessory pieces around him from offensive linemen that to a tight end to wide receivers to even the defensive side of the ball to a running game to a running game you don't know now Andy Reid's pretty successful with drafting and picking up running backs he's just one of these guys like, they just develop guys yeah. they'll figure it okay. out Brian Westbrook was the one guy they had um, who was another they had Brian Westbrook forever that's how like that's how long Philly sustained he literally Brian Westbrook and your boy Deuce Staley Deuce at one point. Staley love Deuce Staley so. <laughs> That's how I look at this Chiefs team. It's going to be they can win again next year. Will they? Eh, I'm gonna I'm gonna pump the brakes yeah, a little like, and say, until we see until Patrick Mahomes becomes Tom Brady. Yeah. and it's like oh we're just gonna pencil you yeah. in every year. Hold up, pump the brakes. We we'll yeah. watch third youngest quarterback to win outside of Brady and Ben Roethlisberger. Now we talked about Andy Reid. This cements his legacy. Here, here for me is the most interesting part about this game. I got no love lost for Kyle Shanahan. 
he took a job with the 49ers before the Super Bowl happened when he was still the offensive coordinator. Didn't go very well for my Falcons. This didn't go very well for him either. The Falcons game, not running at all. You can blame that on Kyle Shanahan. What's interesting about this game, though, the incompletion to George Kittle, which starts this whole thing, it's a wide-open pass. It's a perfect play call. And the play call to Emmanuel Sanders, he's open. Again, perfect play call. It's Jimmy G that misses the open wide receiver. Whose fault is this? Now, does Kyle Shanahan take all the blame for the plays that he's called? Which The guys were open. He schemed them up right. Mm-hmm. Do you blame Jimmy G for not being able to make the pass? Who takes the blame here? Because, yes, you can argue that Kyle Shanahan drew up these two perfect plays that should have worked, but yeah. his quarterback failed to convert. Yeah. However... Why are you throwing in the first place when you run like that? Yeah, this is this is an interesting part about the Super Bowl because they're already okay. The game happened on Sunday. Mm-hmm. We were recording on Tuesday. I have already heard it pretty split. Where half people think it's completely Shanahan's fault, mm-hmm. half people think it's completely Jimmy G's fault. And this is where we're at. This is an interesting thing because essentially this entire game came down to two third down yeah. plays. And then if you want to look at the 49er side, there are two incompletions of wide open guys yeah. that essentially cost them the Super Bowl. See, this almost has an eerie sort of feel from last year's Super Bowl. Okay? Your offensive guru, Sean McVay. Your offensive guru, Kyle Shanahan. Your quarterbacks. Not really great, not really great quarterback, but a great system. But a great system. And what did we see in both instances? Sean McVay not having Jared Goff ready, and Jimmy and Kyle Shanahan maybe not having Jimmy Garoppolo ready. And I'm gonna say something, and and it's so crazy to to even like suggest this, and people think it it, it is crazy. You need to go find another quarterback. I don't know how you do that. I don't know how you do that. With all the money you've given to Jimmy G, all the guaranteed money you've mm-hmm. given to Jimmy G. But how do you find a new quarterback? Because I look at that, and I'm going to take I'm going to take the Atlanta Falcons for example here. When I go look at the Atlanta Falcons from a couple years ago, it's almost like when you lost that Super Bowl in the fashion which happened, it's like you almost need to just break this team down and start anew. Because you're never going to get back to that point. It's every the scars are there. It's over. It's done. Move on to something new. With San Francisco, you got the defense, but certain pieces aren't going to be there. They won't be there in two years, three years. Richard Sherman won't be there. Nope. We've seen it. It's it's this game. It, it a little bit of the age ca- caught up with Richard. It's not that he's a bad quarterback. He's going to be still one a, of the best in the league. Yeah, but he's just not what he was four or five years ago. Yeah. Because he's four to five years older. Yeah, this is what happens in the NFL. <laughs> Age, father of time, undefeated. We've this happens about it in every sport, but more so in the NFL because of how physically punishing yeah. this game is. Yeah. And can I? Tr- can you look at Jimmy Garoppolo and say, 
this guy's going to win me a, a Super Bowl. When you can't trust him to go and throw 25 to 30 passes a game, how can, how can you? I can't I can't sit there and be like I trust that the San Francisco 49ers are going to be this good again next year. They're going to have the defense, but eventually people figure out defenses that gets you know things happen, injuries happen. You play a different set of circumstances. And it's the same division, same offensive innovative minds, but it's like I think the one thing that's worse here is that the offensive play call led to passing when you you and you only take a you're running the ball so well. Why why are you abandoning this? Just keep the game moving. Get first downs. Let the time bleed. And you don't do that. That's the thing. And that's where it falls squarely on Mr. Kyle Shanahan. Because it would I wouldn't look at him and be like, ah, he's just a young coach. Much like Sean McVay, where ah he's just a young coach. He got out he got outschooled by the by the GOAT, by Bill Belichick. Yep. Okay. Andy Reid's a great coach. Not a GOAT. But Kyle Shanahan had been there before. He had been part of something and it was this it was this it it was the reverse of it. Because instead of trying to pass, he's like, I'm gonna pass. Instead of run, I'm gonna abandon everything that had been working to that point. And that's why I bring this up. Because I've heard I've heard the arguments on both sides. It's completely Shanahan's fault and it's completely Jimmy G's fault. And the people that are saying it's Jimmy G's fault are being like, well, the coach put him in a position that he should succeed, so how can you blame this on the coach? I don't think the coach put him in a su- su- in a position he could succeed. Yeah, he, he schemed up the open receivers, mm-hmm. right? He called the right routes at the right time, and it got guys open. As the head coach... You need to know whether or not you fully trust this guy. And you know what? I was the one saying that after that NFC Championship game, yeah, you can trust Jimmy G. He only threw eight times, but you know what? He was doing the smart thing. He wasn't audibling out of those. He he wanted to win the game. Mm-hmm. Kyle Shanahan should have known who his quarterback was mm-hmm. and what the situation was. And the fact that you couldn't stop... Here's the thing. It'd be a little different if they had had trouble running the football. Yes. And he and he calls these plays mm-hmm. and Jimmy G misses them. Then I blame this on Jimmy G because you know what? You were trying to do what you should do in the situation and it didn't work. This, I think he got too cute. He starts thinking, well, they're expecting us to run because, of course, we're going to run the football here mm-hmm. and I'm going to catch them with their yeah. pants down with this pass play. But what you don't realize is that they had success even when they were put in seven men in the box. You were getting you were getting open looks. You were getting six, seven yard ga- sometimes 15, 20 yard gashes. And for example, on that second and five where they threw it and they didn't get it mm-hmm. to Kittle. Why are you not running the football? It's yeah. not like they'd been stopping it. Yeah. One of the arguments I heard is, well, you know, everyone knows they're going to run the football, so if there's no gain, then you're third and five, and like, oh, what what can you do there? You're third and five! Then you ask your quarterback to pick it up! Yeah. And what are the chances that it's third and five? Because you're assuming that they stopped them, and when had they stopped them? All goddamn night. So he probably picks up another cup. Say he picks up two yards. Mm -hmm. It's third and three. A lot easier of a pass to complete. 
It's just it's 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 situational awareness. Mm-hmm. And I think it was lacking from the San Francisco 49ers head coach. And yes, the QB failed to convert to two open mm-hmm. receivers. But the situation he was put in to make those yeah. throws, he shouldn't have been put into. You're right. And that's where we end up now. We end up with the Kansas City Chiefs as Super Bowl champions. The San Francisco 49ers left confused and shocked and and wondering what could have been because you're up 10. You're up 10 in the Super Bowl with less than 12, 13 to go, whatever it was, and you choked it away. You know what's real funny about this whole thing? It's actually, I think, the sec- was it the second biggest? You're talking about it's the second biggest because the biggest was Kyle Shanahan. Yeah. He's been involved in... He- in the only three times in NFL history has a team been leading by 10 points or more in a Super Bowl and lost. Kyle Shanahan has been calling plays for two of those teams. There there were three sorry, this is the thing. Yeah, I was trying three, to find exactly. three teams with 10 point leads mm-hmm. in the fourth and Kyle Shanahan has been a part of two of them as the offensive play caller. When you're the offensive play caller and the head coach, it falls squarely on you, my friend. Now, you know what the most fun part about this whole situation is? Now we've entered the silly season of the NFL. It's all just rumors and who's going where and what's happening. You talk about the 49ers needing a new quarterback. There happens to be a hometown boy out there. Happens to have multiple rings. Happened to be a teammate of Jimmy Garoppolo. (laughs) And that's all I've heard all morning. (laughs) I'm not joking. I've heard Oakland. I've heard. I've heard. No, no, I had heard Oakland because of that meeting with Mark Davis leading up to last night, yeah, and then into this morning because yeah. it's all I heard right before I went to bed, mm-hmm. and then right before today, like as I woke up and started like listening yeah. to stuff. Everyone is on the Tom Brady to the San Francisco 49ers hype train, the, and this the, is just the thing that hilarious. I, I think the one thing that's gonna it would look. I could see the 49ers doing like. This is our window. We're much like the Broncos were. If we go and get Tom Brady, much like the Broncos went and got Peyton Manning, we can win. The only difference? Broncos didn't need to get rid of the guaranteed money owed to a quarterback. And that's theirs. and and that's where that like if I'm putting stake on anywhere that Tom Brady might end up, it's going to be in LA. And it's going to be playing for the Chargers because you want to talk about a team moving into a new stadium with zero hype. That also has a defense that's pretty damn good yeah. and young. And an offense with weapons. And not to mention a pretty good tight end in Hunter Henry, who I'm sure Tom Brady would love to throw the ball oh, to. Oh, God. Mike Williams, Keenan Allen. Yeah. You got Austin Eckler to throw the ball to to be your James White, who's yeah. better than James White already. Yeah. Like, you have the pieces. It's all there. And how, like, and that's how, the team that makes the most that, sense. That's the team that makes the most sense. And it's just, it's. You know, like how we always—they always look back and they show video of players that played on different teams that were like staples of other teams. And it's weird. And it's weird. Like, for instance, Emmett Smith in a Cardinals in jersey a Card- is so strange. It's strange. It looks funky. It's, it's like Joe Montana in a it, Chiefs jersey. Yeah, like it's just all these like. The, it's not right. Okay, you want to talk about the strangest of strange? Woo! Okay. 
the San Diego Chargers or LA, LA. Chargers, whatever they're going to be, having Tom Brady wear that blue jersey oh, with the light blue. Powder blue. One of the best jerseys in football okay. in all of sports. You want to talk about an absolute mind bender. You go in three in ten years, your kid, you're telling him about this guy, Tom Brady. I hated him. Hated him. He played for the Patriots, and your son pulls up, or daughter pulls up a photo, and He's it's a, a picture of Charger. Why is he in this Chargers jersey? I'm like, oh yeah. He played for them for like a <laughs> Don't year. Don't worry about that. Don't worry about that. <laughs> Scrap that idea. It's not very bright. But oh, if look, uh, the San Francisco 49ers are in a they're, they're in a tough spot now, and if Jimmy Garoppolo clearly can't if if we look at Patrick Mahomes and you look at Jimmy Garoppolo, Jimmy Garoppolo's been in the year longer, got the tutelage of Bill Belichick, got the tutelage of Tom Brady, and you can't rely on him to win you football games. That's a problem in the NFL because you know what the, the NFL stands for. Not for long when you can't complete the forward pass. Yeah, it's a little bit of a problem. It is a little bit bit of a passing league. Just a little bit. But that's all the time we have for this week. This has been the Super Bowl edition of the Last Word Podcast. I'm Steve Artebello. I'm Angela Lippa. Until next week, see you guys. Thank you. This where my head is I feel resentment from every direction Even some homies be wearing expressions I be discouraged from sharing my blessings We used to share a connection Now it just feels like it's wearing and stretching I'm getting real sick of taking advice From people that never could stare at reflections Somewhere in there is a lesson Y'all ain't evolving, it's very depressing I'm at the club with the basketball team Me and the Cardinals are sharing a section Gotta cherish the present I'm drinking water and wearing protection Got a career and I'm very invested Some people call it a scary obsession I like to call it a passion. I can't be sitting relaxing. PG, we getting some traction. I'm at the venue, it's packed in. I'm digging her accent. I got a BB Simon belt on me, and she trying to get it. I'm passing. That's my type of distraction. That's my type of she laughing. Got my own flow, and I'm about to get a patent. Brand new sheets for the bed they sat in.